today on The Breakdown. You're a great player. You're up against a great player. What do you do when they're doing the great player things that the great players do? Because a lot of times in poker, people are just, you know, even the great players, they're playing just solid, regular poker. And then they deviate from whatever their strategies are or go into the more exotic parts of their strategies a little bit, right? Because you can't do it too much. If your frequencies are off, you're going to get crushed. But the great players are going to have other gears, of course. And sometimes they do quote, as Grant just said it before we started recording, great player things. So we're going to have two of the best, actually three of the best. Michael Adamo is also in this hand, but he's not going to feature in this hand. He's more of a side presence, Grant. But we do have Ben C.B., Some people think he's one of the leading minds in all of poker. We have Jao Vieira, the number one winning player in all of Portugal's history. And some people think is among the, if not the best tournament player in the world. This is a $25,000 tournament. Have I even mentioned that? So much is happening. Buckle up, people, because great players are about to do great player things against each other. And we're going to break it down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey, first time no rehearsal. Tyler Zerda, anybody who was listening, Jonathan has no idea what happens in this <laughs> No <hand>. idea <laughs> at all. <laughs> it reminds me of that 30 Rock bit where, where Jack wanted to make a, for those who don't know 30 Rock, sorry, but he wanted to make like a we are the world type video for the next disaster and have it ready before any other networks. Jack is Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he's yeah. Alec Baldwin's yeah. character. So they make they get all these celebrities together and they they have them sing a song that's like to help the people who were affected by that thing that the people were affected by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's that, a little bit like that. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah, Grant said, I said, so what happens to this thing? Because I haven't seen it clearly. And Grant said, oh, it's just great players doing great player things. And that's why I, I said, I like that. And then immediately started recording. And yeah. And here we are. And, and now we're in this whirlpool of a swirling whirlpool pulling us down. These are great players, but they're not the only great players at the table. This is no. an intensely stacked final table. We've mentioned the three players, Adamo, Javiera, Ben CB. This also has players like Mikita Badzikowski is here. Connor Beresford is here. Who else is here? Christian Rudolph, Victor Melon. Limitless. Thank you. Limitless. Yeah. Struggles so much with his last name. I think that's it. I think seven of the nine players who made this final table and also finished in the money are uh, are sort of stars in one version or another, right? I mean, does Connor is Connor Beresford a star? Maybe that's a little overstating it. Sorry, Connor, but he's he's a he's a very successful player at at the minimum, right? Yeah, he might be a star. I don't even know. Maybe maybe online he is. Um, But pretty much all the other guys are versions of stars, like Limitless, Ben CB, Michael Adamo, Christian Rudolph, Bazikowski, and Vieira. I don't know. Is Christian Rudolph a star? (laughs) It's close. Yeah. Uh, But this is crazy. I mean, it's a 25K. There were only 71 entries. Maybe it's one of those things where just these final tables are going to be stacked. It's an online 25K, right? Like, it's just going to be hard. What a a workout for the brain to try to navigate this final table as one of these players. I don't know. Like I was just saying, you know, 98% of your decisions are going to be standard anyway, right, Grant? It doesn't feel like it. No, not at all. When you're in the moment, it really doesn't feel like it. No. And in fact, when you think... It's one thing when you're the only one who's doing the non-standard stuff. So you yeah. do a little bit here and there. When you think your opponents are also doing non-standard stuff, that changes. Now you're going to have to get more non-standard at times too, right? Yeah. And so you can just do it from there. You know, you run those simulations, man, and like, whoa, things get askew pretty quickly. Yeah, you might break the universe. 
That'd be scary. How would you break the universe? Well, if we're in a simulation and you're running simulations mm. and you get a skew. Yeah. You can see where I'm going with this. No. <laughs> Simulation problems, man. Everyone's got them. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got them. I mean, there's a very Nobody reasonable... Nobody knows what to do with them. There's a very reasonable case to be made, not only that we're a simulation, but that we're a simulation within a simulation, right? Within another simulation. I mean... And it's you, infinite. It's turtles all the way down, right? I mean, that's just how it goes. Life is meaningless. Let's play some poker. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, Michael Adamo is the third guy in this hand. He essentially is not going to factor too much. He's basically Guy Pierce in the Hurt Locker. Where it's like, oh, it's Michael Adamo. Oh, what happened to Michael Ad- already? Michael Adamo? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what do you mean? It's like we had there was no live poker for a year and a half. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about how in this hand, yeah. If this hand were a movie, <laughs> and Michael Adamo would be probably the biggest star in the hand currently. I would think. I'm just gonna say this. Michael Adamo finishes his fourth place in this tournament, so he's upset with you. I don't think you're listening to me at all. <laughs> I'm this time I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just now continuing. So to I'm be making weird. the analogy between him yeah. and Guy Pierce who at the, the time Locker. was by far the biggest star in the Hurt Locker. By far. And he wasn't in the movie for very long. No, he wasn't. Does yeah. he blow up? Yeah. In like the first scene. Yeah, right? the first scene. He he explodes. <laughs> he I don't gets explode. I don't know if he explodes or just is uh near an explosion and dies. He does die though? Yeah. And is Jeremy Renner in that scene as well? Yeah. Because that was Jeremy Renner's big breakout. Yeah. Role. It's weird that he's now has an app. Without well, he doesn't anymore. Oh no. But without that role, there would have never been Jeremy Renner app. So thank you, Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. Thank you. Very nicely done. You know um what movie won uh Best Picture that year? The Hurt Locker. I believe that's right. Yeah. You know what you know who won Best Director that Catherine year? Catherine Bigelow. I think it may have been James Cameron for Avatar. Well, that's stupid. I could be wrong, but I kind of remember him being up there accepting an award and talking about Catherine, who's his ex-wife, by the way, yeah. um, saying she deserved it. Now, maybe I'm getting, maybe it was for some other thing, and maybe she did win Best Director, but I'm not sure that she did. Maybe not. That would be, basically, Best Picture and Best Director are always the same, right, these days. Like, it's 100, almost 100% of the time, it's the same person. I mean, how could you have thing? a Best Director and Avatar is just some nerd in a basement doing CGI? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was stereoscopic 3D, and it changed, it changed the world, okay? <laughs> yeah. The, the world of the Navi. Do you remember people, didn't, people kept going back to see the movie and got depressed because they weren't actually, because they didn't want to leave Pandora? They didn't, they didn't get to live with the Navi and intertwine their braided hair in, in a sex manner? Well, good news, everyone, because the world of Pandora, Pandora is returning. In and for December. the low, low price of nine ninety nine, <laughs> exactly. you can just send us some money and we'll tell you about it. In December 2022, prepare yourselves for an adventure that goes beyond the imagination. <laughs> it feels like I'm reading something, yeah. doesn't it? I'm not. All of the ponytail ripping. sex that you could hope for. <laughs> it's underwater this time. Oh, baby. Yeah. It's Aquaman without the punching. People, people think that underwater ponytail sex is good, but really it, it makes it more difficult. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I do water know Water gets in there. Yeah. You know, you, you, there's a, a particular type of ease and lubrication you're looking for, and water is not that. Not for the ponytail. Right. The ponytail is going to... Or even... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the hand. Okay. This hand so, was suggested by Leo Chen on hey, Twitter. Leo Chen continues to make a name for himself in the suggesting world. Yeah, we even forgot to mention him in some previous hand. And he, you know, told us about it. Uh, that, that was a little while ago. 
So sorry, Leo. I guess we missed you on that one, but it's hard because you DM us instead of putting it directly on our you know Twitter feed, and Leo. we're not that accomplished Twitter users that we look at our DMs all the time. You know, we're not DM like hawks. That. Yeah, that's what they call it too. Yeah, DM hawks. DM hawks. It sounds like the uh, the name of something. <laughs> wow, you just had nothing. You started talking, I, and you're I, like, I have nothing. It sounds like a video game, like uh, like you know, like a graphics opponents. card. Oh, that's not bad. I just know I meant the things that are like attacking you in the real time strategy oh, game. You know, I see. Oh God, it's DM Hogs now. Oh, pull out the little sorcerer and have him do whatever spells he does. Put three sorcerers there and keep making more barracks. You know, stuff like that. Anyway, so these Sounds guys fun. are in the money. Yeah, We've, they've, everyone's locked up fifty four thousand dollars on this twenty five thousand dollar buy in. First place, you may be asking, how much is that? You might be wondering, Grant. Four hundred and seventy four k. Uh, four hundred sixty nine thousand nine hundred eighty seven dollars. Oh, close pretty enough. close. Uh. Not surprisingly, there isn't any real money jumps for a while when there's nine left. I would say fourth place is $200,000. That's starting to get pretty interesting to people, right? And then from there, the money gets a little more yeah. sweet. Obviously, this is all pretty good if you're not playing these things regularly. But if you are... Seems, I think most of the players here are playing these things regularly. I do, too. Yeah. I do too. Um, anyway, let's get to it. Okay. So nine remain, as we said. Adamo, who I believe is the chip leader right now. He came into the final table as the chip leader. I know that. Yeah, he's got over 100 bigs, and the second biggest stack is 61 bigs. Wow. So uh, that's probably why he's going to open King Jack off under the gun. He's just like, I can do whatever I want. I'm Australian, and I have a lot of chips. No rules, just right. Um, so he makes it 80K under the gun at 40K big blind level. That's very funny. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. King of Hearts, Jack of Spades. Okay. Ben CB has 1.75 million, which is a similar stack to many of his opponents. It's like uh, three or four people have about that stack. And the shortest stack is, looks like uh, 30, 30-ish bigs. Okay. So 29 and 30 are the two short stacks. Yeah, and Ben's got like 45 blinds. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, he's in the low jack with Adamo having open under the gun. He's got ace of diamonds, queen of clubs. Do you ever three bet here? feels comfortable as a flat, obviously. But yeah. I mean, if Adamo's, like, flexing his muscles as the chip leader a fair amount, I think it's okay. We might bet. not know yet. The, the final table may not have come together that far yeah. back. Um, I would assume Adamo's probably opening wider as the chip leader. Or we can see he opens King Jack off under the gun. I imagine he doesn't do that in every scenario. Right. I'm, I'm guessing he's opening, like, ace-nine off under the gun, maybe two. Like, you know, he's getting a little out there because he's like, if they're just going to yeah. let me... Now, I don't know if he even, against this table, maybe he's a little less apt to do that, right. though, because he's knows he's going to, like, is Limitless really going to ever be cowed by any of these spots? Like, it seemed like, I don't care about the money. Like, that's a Tuesday to me. What, right. It's all the same, you know? So, so, I'm not, so I wonder how that's affecting Adamo. You're right. We would need to know, or know him, or just have seen how he's been playing. Because I could make a pretty good case in either direction. I think if this was not a 25K with this level of talent at the final table, I think he'd be opening a lot for sure. I just don't know if he's still doing it. Right. So... In a vacuum, then, I would want to call because it's his under-the-gun range. And, you know, we flop well. We're going to have a hand we can really hold on with, which yeah. I like. Of course, we bring other people in by doing it, which isn't ideal. Um, sometimes when we win the hand right now, which doesn't suck. But it's okay to play a smaller pot and just fold on the flop or fold on the turn sometimes, too, and not lose a lot when yeah. we miss. Yeah, and I think uh, the typical advice against a normal field of tournament players, not this insane field, would be to always flat this yes. and never three-bet it. Right, against um, where people are, their under-the-gun range is actually yeah. a reasonable under-the-gun range, right. yeah, where they have like nines plus and like 
ace jack suited. Right. If it's Michael Mizraki, you can three bet him and be. Oh happy. my god! Yeah, you're getting it in against right. Michael Mizraki. I think, even though you hate it, you just have to. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Ben goes with the the normal thing, and he flats. It uh, folds around to the big blind, which is Jao Vieira, Naza one one four, as he's known online. I mean, great name. He's got one point seven seven million, so covering Ben CB barely mm-hmm. by point two. And he's got four or five of clubs. He's going to make the call. Seems like the easiest thing in the world. Yes. Super straightforward. The pot's 305,000. The flop is queen of diamonds, six of spades, three of spades. Hmm. So Vieira flops open-ended, nothing for Adamo, and uh, top, top for Ben CB. Okay. I see, uh, I see some interesting things happening in our future. Okay. Yes, indeed. I'm going to ask the same thing I always ask. Any Lead. argument for leading with the four or five here is Jao Vieira. There is a small argument, I think, actually. We're three-handed. Um, I don't know for sure if Adamo's betting this or not. I mean, it is a bit of an orphan flop, right? Like, if these guys don't have a queen, they're rarely calling. Right, unless they have a set. Of course. Yeah. If they have spades. You know, I guess if they have pocket eights, they could call once. Yeah. Um, not nines, though. Right. They're, they, they would, it's got to be eights. To, you have to fold nines there. Um, so that's a joke, obviously, yeah. just in case there's any question about why he said that. Just kidding. Um, but this may check through. Like, I'm not sure Adamo's betting this. You know, three ways. Yeah. Queen with two spades. He doesn't have anything going on. He's got the jack of spades only. Well, he may we, don't, just... we don't know that as Vera. I'm saying, oh, that, that's a really good point, of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, like, even now, like, I don't know what happens in, even on the flop. Like, I'm telling you, with knowing that he is the king jack with the jack of spades, and I actually don't know if he's betting this or not. Like, yeah. it's unclear to me. I would guess he probably is that the board would have to be slightly more connected. Maybe if it was, like, jack... Nine or Jack eight six maybe he'd check it. Well, I'm he guessing a, he's gonna bet, but yeah. Oh no, Jack of course. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Queen Queen ten X or Queen nine then X. Have an open ender. Fuck. <laughs> he's gonna bet all that. All right. Maybe this is. Maybe I'm not saying this well then. But my point is that um, I'm guessing he's gonna bet it without actually knowing. But I think it's pretty close. Okay. So then, if we if we thought he wasn't gonna bet it, I'd want to lead. If we think he's gonna bet it, then that doesn't. From our point of view, we're actually happy to get a fold, right? It isn't like we have we flopped a set and we want right. to make sure he bets. Um, we do get to, boy, I'm really I'm torn on this. I, I don't mind I don't hate a lead here. The thing is, if we flopped a set, would we really lead a set that often? I don't think we would, right? Maybe on a board like this, it is yeah. It, we have a range advantage uh, as far as two pair of stuff. Like we have the queen three yes. queen six suited six three suited. Our opponents don't have those hands. That's really true. That's really true. We don't block any of the things we really want to block in terms of what might call us or not, but no. whatever. But that's one of the reasons why we want to lead also, right? Because we have five high. Yeah. Um, I don't hate a lead. I really don't hate a check call, though, either, or, or a check and see what happens. Yeah. I think, I, think I, I mostly want to check here because he opened under the gun. Yeah. I mean, mostly the bet's not going to be too huge on the flop like this if there is a bet from anybody, and we can make a decision and see the turn most of the time. Yeah, that seems good. And if we feel like... I don't know, if he bets the other guy folds, maybe we put in a race sometimes, yeah. depending on, you know, our frequencies, basically. Like sometimes we should race, sometimes we should call, I guess, if it's going to be heads up. And maybe even three ways once in a while. Anyway, he does check. Okay. And uh, you were right, Adamo is going to bet. Yeah. Do you, you like it? I wasn't it? sure. I guess I like it as the chip leader, specifically. You know, I think if we weren't the chip leader, I'd be much less interested in betting here. But I think as the chip leader, A, it doesn't cost as much to bet, it's like very little downside and probably good upside for yep. us, you know. Um, and we can put more pressure later on in the hand anyway if we want, you know. Like if we bet and we get called, we could just bet again 
on a lot of turn cards. And mm-hmm. some cards are going to be good for us. You know, nines. We can just spend on anything that is either an eight. It basically improves our equity in any way. Yeah. Because that's basically all Broadway cards and a nine. Yeah. That's pretty good. And we can check everything else. Maybe we check a jack. Right. I guess we would check a jack. Exactly. Um, but, to, but not to fold, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he does bet. He bets uh, 76K into a pot of some amount that I forgot, 305K. So, okay. you know, giving himself a really good price there. Super small. That's, that seems pretty reasonable. Is there any way to raise his Ben CB? I just, I, I keep wanting to find a way to raise in these spots mm. when you're, when you have a hand like ace queen against players like this who are just going to bet with so, so many hands. And I know it's not like, it's like game theory disaster land that you're kind of entering. There are some draws you can get called by. Maybe some hands won't believe you and we'll call you. Um, queen six three, we have ace queen. Yeah. Any way to raise here or we just have to call? I mean, we rate to have the best hand almost always. We're basically only losing to, what, aces, kings, sixes, and threes. Yeah. And obviously there's one combo of queens, whatever. But that's it. Yeah. Now, of course, we have another player in the hand also. I don't think we can reasonably raise here. Also, there's very little to be afraid of. Of course, a spade is not ideal. But we're not going to fold on a spade in the turn if we're heads up against Adamo. No, probably not. A king is the only bad card. We're probably not going to fold on that either if he bets again on the turn. And it comes, right? So... The King of Spades is the worst card in the deck. Yeah. Even that we're probably going to call once. Probably. Depending, know, on, depending on sizing. We can fold on the worst card. He also card might check. Him. He might check that anyway. It's he a pretty might. bad card for him, too, most of the well, time. Well, he has a Jack of Spades. I'm just talking about in general, ah, not, in terms of his range. That's like a checking card, mostly, yeah. right? Um, honestly, with King Jack with the Jack of Spades, maybe he decides to check it. He might. Because, like, game theory disaster type spots, too. Um, I think we just are sort of locked in on calling here. The good news is we're in position, at least. Yeah. If we were out of position, it's like the question, of course, is if we were to raise, what are we hoping to get called by? What, what, what can we get value out of? It's hard King to come queen. up that much. What? King, queen, queen, jack, suited, queen, ten, suited. Yeah. Uh, Ace, hex of spades. Yeah. Other nine, ten of spades. Stuff like that. Yeah. There's some stuff. There's not a lot. Yeah. Um, we can get value out of those hands later, often, anyway. That's part of the good news, right? Or they can get value out of us. Yeah. But like king, queen, we should be able to get three streets anyway. And do we, really, do we really think we can reasonably get four switch streets out of king-queen mostly? I'd be worried about, if we get to the river and, and get called, I'd be worried about the range that's calling us, even if king-queen's part of it, that like we're not doing well against it. You know? Yeah, I typically agree that we should be just calling. It sucks, though. And this is one of the... If we were a little shorter, we could raise, you know? Here's an interesting thought. Yeah. Would you be more apt to raise if the button also had called and we were forehanded? Oh, that is interesting. Um... I think I would be, both because now we get to own the position, but also we get to isolate, Yeah. right? Um, I think the more players in the hand, the more we should be willing to raise, raise a hand like this on the fly. Yeah. Um, it puts us in potentially some weird situations, but they're not going to come up much, right? What would Adamo be jamming for value, for example, if we raise Better here? hands than ours. But, like, if, would he jam kings? Would he just jam it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So we're talking, like, basically pocket sixes and pocket threes and yeah. one combo of queens. Like, we probably have to call a jam because he's probably got enough flush draws yeah. that we just can't fold. Yeah, that would be odd. So we're just going to have to go with it if we do it, which is where so if there's another player in the hand, that means there's the pot's a little bit bigger, which is a little, worth winning a little bit more, a little more to protect against, too, like other players calling, because if we call, it's easier for them to call and so on. Yeah. We might price draws out, which would be nice. In this case, for example, if we were to raise, Ben CB might just throw his hand away. I would expect mostly he would. Who's, ben CB is the person raising. 
I'm so sorry. Who's uh, it's it's Javiera. Yeah, Javiera with four five. Yeah, I, I got confused. Who who was what? Um, yeah, Javiera. Um, might just throw his hand away with the with the five high straight draw on a two spade board and like out of position and bet raise. And I would expect he would. So there's some value to raising, but I think we can just only call here. What do you think about this idea though? Of like we're five handed. You know, in the spot, like like we don't the the cutoff calls. We call the button calls, the small blind calls, the big blind yeah. calls. We get this board. Should we be raising a lot here? I think maybe we should. I think we need to thin the field. Yeah, it gets it, that's it's, it's like rough, a, but it's like a limit hold'em play. It exactly, and we just need to already know what our plan is if we get three bet. You know, yeah. and, like we got to think about that. Obviously, if we get three bet by someone who isn't the original better, it's pretty bad. And of course, that that opens us up to some real rough plays where a guy like Vera. If he knows we're doing this kind of play in a multi in a multi um, player hand, like he can take draws and just cold three bet them, you know, and like, ugh. well, that's a pretty intense play in its own right. Yeah, usually, I'd expect him usually just to do it with like the nut flush draw though, not yeah. like other things, because he'd be worried that we've got the nut flush draw and we're not folding right, right when we don't have it. Yeah, just wanted to explore, but obviously it's normal, good, and typical to just call. Yeah. Um, especially three handed instead of four or five or whatever. But I definitely know the feeling of, I've certainly been in tournaments where someone bets, I have ace queen, I flop top pair, they bet, and there's a bunch of people behind me, and I don't really have a clear plan of like, should I be calling or raising here? And yeah. I, I think usually I've been defaulting to calling, and I don't love it because usually someone else calls too, and it makes everything trickier. Right. You just don't know what you're trying to dodge. Right. You're like, I, I guess I don't want to see any Broadway cards, but I also don't want to see spades or a seven or a deuce. Like, I have yeah. no idea. You just clean up the equity. Yeah. Um, but you also put yourself in some jeopardy where you may make you may get it may put a lot more chips in way 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 behind or even dead. Yeah, which is not great. I guess you're never fully. Poker's dead. hard, man. You're never fully dead, but still, way 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 behind. Poker's hard. Yeah. Anyway, he calls. Yeah. Seems correct. It does. Um, now, what do you do as as Naza, aka mm. Jao Vieira, with the open ender, no flush draw? I mostly just want to call. Um, I could see a uh, reason for raising, but it's pretty cheap to just call. We get to close the action instead of getting blown off the hand. Yeah. Um, we have a shot at the nuts. We got six outs to the nuts here. Shot at the nuts. You always say that now. Yeah. Sounds painful. Well, we're not, we're not taking a shot to the nuts. We have a shot at the oh, nuts. Oh, so but it's painful for our opponents then. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, do you know why they call them the nuts? Do you know why it's called the nuts? Like in poker? Yeah. Uh, I think I used to know, but I don't remember. I now. just found out or refound out because I think I used to know too. Which is apparently, uh, you would take the nut from your from your wagon because you were betting your wagon. Ah, like that's what you'd put on the table in the end, like as as the thing your your last thing you could bet, you know, because there were no table stakes back then, right? Um, and like that meant you wouldn't be able to get home, right? If you lost, so you always like had the nuts there, basically. Yeah. you had to have the best possible hand to make that bet. Which, in theory, you really shouldn't, but that's why they call it the nuts. I can't believe poker existed for so long with no table stakes. I know, what a ridiculous thing. Like, oh, I, how much do you have? What are you worth? I bet three times that. Yeah. You know, it's like, so now you have to take out a marker and stuff yeah. like that. Or, you know, you're going to be in servitude for the rest of your life if you lose this hand. And it seems very unfair. Yes. Once, like, once again, the rich squeezing the poor. <laughs> anyway. So um, back, to, back to Jao, though. What do you think Jao should be doing here? So I, I think he should be calling. What do you think? Calling feels natural and easy. Yeah. I think raising is pretty interesting. I think Ben CB rates to have a one bare hand most of the time. I think Adamo obviously does also. Um, but also Adamo could have nothing. Adamo uh, can have nothing. Ben CB has probably at least eights or nines. I think Ben CB has one of two things. He's got the one pair hand or he has spades. Right? Yeah. That's it. 
I think if we raise, we put a lot of pressure on those ranges. Yeah. The spades true. could be an issue. They might never relinquish. But one pair of hands are not comfortable against the big blinds range. Another thing that makes me think raising is kind of cool is is the range advantage that I outlined earlier. Like, we do have queen six suited in our range. We do have queen three. We do have six three. Yeah. Um, maybe unsuited for all of those hands because it was a min raise and there was already a call. Yeah. Like, we have a ton of ton of stuff that our opponents don't. And we also have sets of threes and sixes, by the way. We do. Yeah, um, which our opponents also have, but we, we get to have those in our range too. Yep. So with just five high and not that good of a draw, like six clean outs, I think raising is kind of interesting with that range advantage and these opponents who might have hands that they could comfortably fold. Okay, what's our... I, I like everything you said. That all makes a lot of sense. That's all really cool. What's our plan if we raise and get called? Let's say, let's say Adamo folds and Ben CB calls. Seems like a likely scenario right. with these hands. Oh, especially with these yeah. hands, yeah. Um, and a spade comes. Are we continuing? I think we are. I think, I think we we're are continuing too. smallish. I think we have to continue on yeah. a spade because we're, we're, we can't just do this to like... I mean, we can. I guess we could just take one shot and see if we get there. And if we don't, we could give up one call. But we assume Ben's calling us a lot on this flop, right? I mean, Ben's calling us with all his queens and with all his spades. Right. Like, our plan is to fold out his pocket pairs below a queen now and his queens later. Yeah, right? maybe, maybe he has really a few really bad queens. Maybe queen 10 suitors he's going to throw away. But, like, the king queens of the world, I just don't think he's folding yet. Yeah, I agree. He doesn't like it, but he's just going to have to call. We have, to, we have to have a plan to try and get rid of those later. And it yeah. means sometimes we bet into a hand that's destroying us on the turn. I think if a spade comes and we bet again and he calls, we're probably done. Right. Because now it means he has a lot of flushes. Um, or maybe it's king-queen with the king of spades in his hand. But he may call us on the river then, too, because he got the king of spades in his hand. I think we should, yeah, I think we should take a shot on a spade, but give up as soon yeah. as he calls. Maybe not take shots on queens, jacks, and aces. Right. That makes sense. Um, probably kings also. Right. Well, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Broadway cards. We yeah. should just be not super interested yeah. in unless it's a spade. Yeah. I think a spade we could continue anyway. And yeah. If he has two pair, that's unlucky. But otherwise, it's probably it's going to be a tough spot. OK. I think I, I still don't know what happens. I haven't looked. But um, I, I think I think you convinced me that a raise is, is probably better. At least obviously we can't do it all the time, but some of the time. Here. Yeah. Well, he does it. Cool. I figured because good players do good player things. Yeah. That means probably we're going to see stuff like this. Yeah. He makes it 288 over the 76. Yeah. Adamo, of, cor- of course, folds. Adamo's like, why did I see bet? I didn't have to see bet this. Now, Ben has a good combo of ace queen because he doesn't have a spade right now. So that's yeah. a really good combo that you, I mean, you can't throw away ace queen anyway, but Against this is, these guys, this is yeah. the most comfortable combo of ace queen because you don't have a spade. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so he has to call, right? There's nothing to say here. He has to call. He's losing to all value. Yeah. I mean, it sucks, but it's just the deal. And he knows that Vieira is going to have enough draws, that it's totally fine. He knows what draws to be looking out for. He's looking out for spades. He's looking out for some of these straight draws. Yeah. Four or five. And some, probably some gutters, too. Um, I don't think he's folding on every straightening, straightening card. But it's going to be weird when because he, he has ace-queen. He's got maybe the, one of the best-made hands he can have besides sixes and threes here. Yeah. So it's the third best-made hand he can have. He might and, have kings and aces sometimes. Um, maybe a little. Maybe a little. Uh, anyway, he clearly has to call, and we'll just have to see how it plays out. We'll yeah. see what the turn card is. It's going to be interesting, but our hand is pretty darn good. Yeah. It, I mean, if we had a spade, I think we call anyway, but it, like, it kind of sucks if we have a spade. If we have a spade and we call, we're rooting for a spade. Yeah. Because then and if, if he doesn't shut down now, we're like, okay, cool. So we're beating all the straight draws, and like you, I know you're continuing on spades, and I block that now. Like, if we had the ace of spades, we'd be pretty thrilled to see a spade, not just because of the equity mm-hmm. it brings us, but because it really shuts down a lot of... Zhao's value range, right? Yeah. 
Although being in the big blind, you can have all the suited spades and make this play with them. You can. So, but still, we'd rather have the ace of spades than not, of course. Yeah. Well, not yet, though. No, right. Only in the spade comps. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ben CB does make the call. Of course. And you should make the call to the doctor because you're going to have a cardiac arrest when you hear about nitrogen sports and how wonderful it is. Because that's a common thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. They what? <gasps> Wait. <gasps> they who? I can't breathe. They did that? My my heart. That's going to be you. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm dying. You're going to be in terrible pain when yeah. you use the link in the description to tell, sign up for Nitrogen Sports. Tell Joseph I love him. Tell my wife I'm sorry. I cheated. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I killed Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose that might be an experience that all of you have <laughs> when you use the link in the description. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So that was a frame a frame job then for Lincoln. Maybe this is John Wilkes Booth who's dying. Oh, you didn't even think about that. I What's up? I didn't. I didn't realize that he had the capability or the wherewithal to sign up for Nitrogen Sports using the link in the podcast description. Well, if he's listening to the show, why wouldn't he be? Perhaps able to do in that? the ethereal plane, he's a. Uh, you don't know clicking what's out the link. He's clicking the link. Or trying to and like keeps it's going like you through. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what, listeners who are not in the ethereal plane, you can click the link. Mm. Gets you access to our monthly tournament. It's a great deal. Always an overlay. Also other specials throughout the year, March Madness, fantasy football, and whatnot. And whatnot. They have casino games, they have sports betting. Click the link, go to the hospital, <laughs> have, have a wonderful day. <laughs> Yeah, once you click the link, you can basically eat any way you want because you yeah. know you're going to die. Yeah, just enjoy the ice cream. <laughs> all the pizza, all the bacon, it's fine. Yeah, it's all wonderful. You don't have to all work right. out anymore. Okay. Anyway, nitrogen sports, get in there. Okay, so we've got uh, Javier in the big blend with 4-5 of clubs. He check-raised, Ben CB called. Vera has 4-5 on the queen six three two spade board. He's got two clubs. Ben CB has ace-queen, no spades. 957K in the pot. Things got real. Yep, they do that. Turns the three of diamonds. This is actually a bad card for Vieira. That's my immediate hit on this. Uh, pairs the bottom card, the three. A lot of what Vieira's repping is two pair hands. This just reduces the combos. Yes, it does. So this is a bad card for him. Do you agree? It's a bad card. However, were he to continue, I mean, the story isn't terrible from the point of view of like, I have full houses now. Guess I'll, who's got the full houses, I mean, he'd bro. probably keep betting queen six also. Um, yeah, he would. You're right. Ben CB doesn't have many kings or aces. Well, that's okay. Queen six is also like almost always ahead. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. You're right. He would keep betting queen six. But if he, but if the six paired, for example, he might, I don't think he'd keep betting queen three. Right. The six is a worse card than the three for the story. Yeah. But the three still, right. it just reduces combos. It does. It's, it, it's not about the story. It's about just simple math of combo reduction. And yeah, we would have been okay with the spade because we were going to take a shot yeah. on it. And, and yeah, is, is like a good queen going to fold when the three pairs? Probably not. Right. That's so, not, like, that's what do you? What's your for. plan then? Now that you're here as Vera, I think we got two two things we can do. We can check fold, basically, or check hope. Hope it goes check check. But assuming, I'm assuming if we check, we're getting a lot of bets because either he's got spades or he's got a good queen. Right. Yeah. He's probably not going to let us draw for free. Um, or we can bet and hope hope the river brings something useful for us. The problem is we're already basically like. I mean, the stack to pot is already problematic, right? Like, we're at, like, 1.4 million, and the pot has got almost a million in it, right? Yeah, something like that. So, I mean, I guess we could bet, like, 400. I mean, if we, even if we bet 400K, like, we get called. There's 1.8 in there, and we've got 1 million. Like, 
We may force. He may feel forced to call with Ace Queen a lot. I don't know, know about or, that. It's pretty intense. Um, I'm just saying we're set, we're setting up a math we have thing to bet, for Benson. Do we have to bet that big? Even 400k, you yeah. think is? I mean, how how little do you want? So you just want to bet as a blocker? I think because we're getting called. Like how often are we getting raised time. by a hand like a queen? Like, Never. Yeah. So Never. we can bet smaller if yeah if we want to accomplish all of our okay. goals. Okay. So we should be, if we're going to bet small, we should try and bet small enough that like we're giving ourselves the right odds to continue, right? Yeah. So that means we're going to bet like two hundred thousand or two hundred. I guess we have two hundred fifty thousand. Something like that. If we think we're getting called, maybe we could even bet three hundred thousand. Yeah. Some, but somewhere somewhere like that, yeah. This is exactly what Joe does. This oh, really? Is why I bring it up. Oh, cool. And it's interesting that you say the odds thing, because I think that that is what it is. He's not expecting to get folds. He's just like, how do I get, give myself the right odds? Like, if this dude has a full house, he's going to raise me, and I can fold, and that's fine, because I of don't course. have any equity against that. Of course. But if he doesn't have a full house, how can he ever raise me? He right. can't raise me. I could have a full house. Of course. Right? I have 6'3". Yeah. I have queen three, for sure. I have 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. Um, yep, that all makes sense. And if we... And this also continues to give us an option not just to get there on the river, but to bluff the river yeah. now, right? Like, because a spade comes, we can bluff. We can get there and bluff. Maybe even if we make a pair, we decide to bluff because that's like we block the straight, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. But we know we're no good almost ever if he calls here. Although I guess he could still have spades if we bet small enough. That's the one thing that gets weird. But yeah. I guess whatever. So Jao does bet. He bets 260. And, and yeah. this is like a great example just of the minutia of the game of how these guys are so fucking good, right? Like this seems like actually the perfect play. This yeah. is the correct play with this hand. Like the flop and the turn feel like Javier just nailed it perfectly. Yeah, this I, is exactly how you're supposed to play it. And I don't think I would have done either thing. Well, I mean, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't. When you asked me like what, 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 what I want to do both yeah. times I went to call and then bet more if I'm going to bet. Yeah. And then you sort of, you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So it's easier. But then you like talked about, reasoning for doing what he ended up doing and both times i'm like yeah that's better yeah like both times i agreed with you right um yeah this is this is good because if we thought we were just going to keep our equity alive it wouldn't be worth it we need to also have fold equity on the river but by betting this much we have the option to bluff the river still if if a card comes that we want to bluff right so i kind of love it for that it's kind of perfect in every way yeah especially because like if we get raised, it's just so easy to fold. Oh, my God. So, like, he's never raising a flush draw on this card. It's never. impossible. She can't, he can't. Yeah. He may even fold. He may fold some flushes, although when we bet 250, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know. If you don't have the nut flush draw here, are you going to call with, like, a... If you have the 910 of spades, are you calling when the board pairs and we bet again? It's such a weird, tough spot. We, Probably, block, we block spades. It's close. It's close. At the same point, I mean, we don't block straight draws, but that's it. We're, yeah. And maybe... I mean, if he has queen six, he's betting anyway, yeah. like you said. So maybe we have to call when is this cheap, which is another reason, though, to bomb the river. Yeah. God, maybe we have to bomb almost all rivers now that I think about it, because we can either get spades to fold or we can get the main hands to fold. <laughs> the spades come, you know, we yeah. go both ways. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, it's it's super cool that Javier is just so good. Yeah, it's a really good. Play. I agree. This is really neat. Yeah. Good now, players doing good player things, man. Yeah. Now is Ben CB. He's got ace queen. I mean, you we have still, like no choice. You have to call. Like, so, I mean, you feel like I'm getting shoved on so often on so many rivers, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to call on some of them. Yeah. That's the deal. Maybe right? we could fold if we had the ace of spades. Maybe we could even consider, even though the price is so good, just because mm. then we block all the things we want them to have except for the straight draws. Right. Now, we, now straight draws and flush draws are both live. Yeah. And yeah. we block the queen, weird queen stuff, like queen six and queen three a little bit too. And yeah. we've got top top, which is... Too good, and the price is amazing, and we're in position, and we may just have to make a huge call on the river if a brick comes. Yeah. Yep. Man, oh man, he calls. How? Oh. 
This is poker, man. Yeah. So crazy. Pot's 1.45 million. The effective stack is Ben CB with like 1.1 million. Great. The river is the four of spades. Oh, my gosh. So he does hit a pair, but it's also a spade. Yeah. And he it's blocks never a good. straight draw. Of course, it, it can't be good now. Yeah. Right. There's nothing you're beating now. So I guess you kind of have to go for it. I think we have to go for it. Like Ben has some flushes now. Oh, yeah. But he has a lot of queens, too. Mm-hmm. We don't block any of the flushes at all. Nope. It's not great. Nope. But let's think about what flushes Ben really has. He's got... Ace, axe of spades. He's got, like, all of those pretty much, right? The queen is a diamond, so it could be king, queen, queen, jack of spades. Yep. And maybe he doesn't have every ace, axe of spades, but he's got a lot of them, right? Like At like, least down to ace, ten. Yeah, because maybe he's three-betting some of the worst ones. I don't... Yeah, he can't just call with, like, ace, deuce of spades, no. I don't think, against Adama's under the gun. No, I think it's ace, ten plus of spades. Okay. Um, obviously, has nine tennis spades. Jack tennis spades. Jack tennis spades. Nine eight of spades. Probably. I don't know if he can have ten eight of spades or not. I would guess he doesn't. That said, the guy directly uh, who is Lena 900, I don't know who that is, directly to Ben CB's right, um, folded eight nine of spades preflop. Mm. So it's possible Ben CB was folding eight nine of spades preflop too. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, if Ben's, if Ben's folding 8-9 of spades, then he doesn't have that many space combos, right? I mean, even if he's calling with that, he's probably not calling with 7-8 of spades. Well, I mean, if he's calling 8-9, he might be calling 7-8. I mean, those are pretty similar. Okay, but he's not calling 7-9. Right. I don't right. think he is. He's I don't think he's calling 10-8. I don't think he's calling 7-9. Right. He's probably not calling 5-4 or 5-6 of spades no. either. Uh, the 4 of spades is on the board, but you know what I'm saying. 5-6 of spades. He's yeah. certainly not calling 5-7 of spades. Right. So there's not that many spade combos, actually. Yeah, there's not that bad. And there, there's only one queen. So we still have king, queen, ace, queen, queen, jack suited, queen, ten suited, maybe. Um, and maybe sometimes with a big spade in his hand. Yes. Right. And by the way, to reduce the spade combos a little further, um, I don't know if he's ever doing this, but if Ben CB is raising either a queen or spades on the flop, it's definitely spades. Right. So we can yeah. reduce the spade combos, but not the queen combos at all. That's, that's true. Now, if Ben has... Ace queen with the ace of spades or king queen with the king of spades, he's probably calling whatever we bet on the river. That's important to know. This is yep, Ben. But this is like a high end, high end player. But that's only a quarter of the queen combos, so we right. can be pretty happy about that. That's a good point. Okay, so we can fold out. But I'm saying we can't fold out all one pair of queens. Yes, I agree. E- either. So I think we have to bet and just hope he doesn't have the spade with it. Yeah, that's the deal. So we we, we need you to have no spades in your hand, Ben. Yeah. Can you have no spades in your hand? That would be great. Ugh, this is tough. But I think you have to do it. It's like it's just like okay, three quarters of the time this has a real good chance to get through. Well, no, that's not true. Three quarters. First of all, it's not really three quarters of the time, even of the queens, because there's spades on the board, so we cut down. Well, no, it's just ace. It would yeah. be the ace of spades, king. Of, no, you're yeah. right. Three quarters of the time. Um, but you're not including all the times he, Ben has a flush. So there's so it's right. It doesn't get through three quarters of the okay. time, right? Okay, but it might be like half the time. Right. Yeah. Might even be higher than that because you know the flushes might play differently. Yep, and I don't know. Is Ben actually? We were saying Ben's going to call with like. First of all, Ben probably doesn't even have queen jack with the jack of spades in play. No, probably king queen and ace queen only. And is he going to? I think he's going to call with king queen with the king of spades. I think I think these days those players just always make that call. Probably, but it sucks. And yeah. maybe in a twenty five k at the final table. So we have at least a small shot to fold those hands out too. At least it's at least possible. Yeah. When this card comes, right? Because this makes a straight and a flush. Now yep. it's not it's not it's a, a likely straight, but it's a straight we can have. Yeah, we might we might play that straight draw like that sometimes. We played this straight draw like this. It's not that. But different. we're mostly repping flushes and full houses. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know what? We almost always have 
him. We we've got him in bad shape range wise. Yes. Right? Because we have full house. We also have full houses. He has very few of those. Yep. Um, we have spades. He has some. Yeah. He has one pair of queens. We don't. Right. Okay. I guess we just got to pull the trigger here. That's what happens. And I love the sizing. He bet seven twenty of his one point two million. Oh, this is this is another thing that I want to be better at. And yeah. we talk about this sometimes, even on this show, of like well, we think sometimes players make a mistake when they go all in when they don't have to. Yeah. And uh, I was just telling you a story, actually, about a hand I played on the weekend where I went all in on the river as a bluff and bet, like, whatever, $550 or something. And I was like, I could have bet $470. It's the same thing. It was a mistake. And it was fine. It, the guy folded all the same. But I don't think I picked up any additional fold equity here. And this is something that, like, it's super slick to save yourself. That it's more important in a tournament, too. Of course. Especially once you're in the money and, like, tournament life and ICM are, are hugely important. Yes. Yeah. No question. And... As long as we're doing this with value, too, it's all good. As long as we're doing this with 6-3, also, yeah. it's all good. You know? Right. And I believe Javier is. You know, he's good enough. Obviously. I believe so, too. I believe so, too. So did he do this perfectly, this entire hand? Did, like, we, know, we, we think he has to bet now. Yes. We like the bet size. I wouldn't even considered this bet size. I only would have thought all in um, because it's, cause we have less than a pot. Yeah. You know? And yet this is better. Yeah. This looks stronger and saves us chips. Yep. It's beautiful. So yeah, I think he's done everything as good as as good as poker guys analysis could ever get to without you know running solver stuff. Right. It's hard not to love everything about this that he's doing. Pretty impressive. Yep. This this hand has has bumped Javier up my rankings, mm-hmm. my mental rankings of tournament players. Yep. Um, okay, so Benzi B can't call right. This is over. Like on this card, when you have no spade in your hand, can you ever call? Ace queen. I feel like again, you're se- again. I don't know what happens. I feel like you're setting me up. It's uh, queen queen six three with two spades. Yeah. The turn is the three of diamonds. The river is the four of spades. I mean, you have ace queen with no spades. The only thing we can beat now is the certain straight draws that turn a pair into a bluff. Exactly what Zhao has. Yeah. Right. It's got to be like four seven suited. Four five four deuce. Four five four deuce suited. Yeah. And he has all the four fives, let's assume. Yeah. But the other ones he doesn't have. Yeah. Those, the other ones have to be suited. Uh, I don't even know for sure he has all the four fives, actually, because, of, uh, because we're in the final table of a 25 Yeah, I'm maybe. Not, I'm not know. totally sure if he's it's calling with all really those It's a really good price preflop, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would call... Prob- I, let's assume, let's yeah. assume Vieira would call. Yeah. Okay. Even so, it just doesn't feel like that many combos... Yeah. That we're beating. So my initial hit is, yes, I think we have to fold on this card. This is not the, this is not the brick run out we were looking for. We were looking for the ten of diamonds or something like that, where we even I think we have an easy call on the river. Right. I mean, it sucks, but it's an easy call. Like we don't call the turn to, to fold the river with this hand in that spot. Probably not. So I think we're supposed to fold here. Yeah. Does he? Yep. He does. Okay. Takes a while and folds. Yeah. You're just like, I mean, that's one of the worst cards, right? Uh, even the weird gut shot straight, one of them got there. Yeah. Or two of them got there, I guess. Um, so like, yeah, we just gotta. There are, the problem with this strategy for Ben, of course, is there's so many bad cards on the river that can come. Like, there's a lot of straightening cards. There's a lot of flush cards. And I'm not saying we're going to fold on all of them. But, like, we're folding on a lot of the deck. Yeah, but the price is incredibly good on the turn, so maybe it's, it's okay. That's right. We don't have to win that often. Yeah. That's a really, really good point. We're getting, like, 5-1 to one on the yeah. turn or something, right? Yeah, that, that makes it pretty great. And when, when the brick comes and he shoves and he's bluffing, we get all the rest of it. Too. Yeah. We get a real reward. 
That's good. And sometimes, by the way, he's going to shut down on the river. He's, yeah. he's probably not pulling the trigger every time, right? Not, yeah, not on Broadway cards. I would guess on non-spade Broadway cards, he's definitely not pulling the like, trigger. Like we were saying, the Ten of Diamonds, which yeah. was an easy call for us. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that's too easy a call yeah. for him. He knows that too, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So he's probably only going to fire on straightening cards, whether they help him or not, and flush cards. Yeah. Which makes it tougher. But I, I assume we're calling on straightening cards and folding on... Flush cards, and certainly folding on the straightening, flushing cards, right? The price is probably good enough about for his shutdown percentage anyway. Like, it's yeah. probably fine just to call and hope he shuts down. Yeah, that's right, because we're getting such a good price. Yeah. We're in position. By the way, sometimes we improve. Yeah. Sometimes we hit a queen or an ace, and we're just calling no matter what. It's the ace of spades, and we're like, that sucks. I call. Yeah. You know, like, I can beat queen six now. I don't know. Are you still shoving? Queen probably six not. not. No, of course probably not. not. But I call anyway, right? Yeah. Like, my hand is now just too good to yeah. fold, right? I think. I don't know. That's a, that's not a whole other. Obviously, the queen pairs. It's easy because now we've got top full house. Yeah, we're obviously never folding them. But yeah, the ace is another. The ace of spades specifically is a. Top I don't point. think Joe is ever betting the queen on the. River. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. Anyway, Joe played that well, and he deserved to win the tournament, which he did. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, that is a really great hand. He ends up winning four hundred sixty nine thousand nine hundred eighty seven dollars. You're probably asking yourself, how did Ben CB do? Are you asking that? I wasn't. I don't care. Oh, someone maybe. Someone. Okay. I don't know. Um, Mark Testar wants to know. Well, the answer is he finished fifth for $148,000. Not too shabby. It's fine. Not the same as Zhao, who did 3X that yeah. amount. But Zhao played awesome. I actually like how, we like how Ben CB played it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. There's just nothing super notable about it. Like, it, it, with Zhao, it was like every decision was... It looks simple, but like when you dive into it, it's like actually that's the exact correct decision. And it, with Ben's decision, it's like yeah, that's the decision. Yeah, that's the decision. It it's om- easy. It almost feels like two two computers played this hand against yeah. each other, like two perfect computers. Yeah. Like I, obviously Ben had some other options he could have done, like pre flop, could have three bet. Yeah. Even on the flop, we at least discussed the possibility of raise. We felt like it really wasn't reasonable, but he raises the flop. He almost always wins this hand. Yep. I assume right, like almost always. Yeah. Um, but. Those are very unsta- non-standard plays that you can't really expect him to do. I wouldn't expect him to do. Super cool hand. Super cool. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. and gonna be traveling the globe.